Hey, hey guys, you know who it is. It's me, Nichelle, your host with Real Time with Nichelle. Um, so today's podcast, what we're really going to get into is toxic, just toxic. Um, toxic things, period. Uh, a lot of things are toxic to us. Uh, friendships, definitely. Relationships like love-wise. Um, and even your family. Your family can definitely be toxic to you also. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to get in here to today. Just a little bit of that. Um, so this is just a part of our full launch that will be launching November 2nd. So you should be listening to this at, on November 2nd. <laughs> uh, so this is just uh, a part of that. And then after this, pretty much I'm going to be giving you guys weekly episodes. Some of them may be like at live. Some of them may be right away. Some of them might be on Instagram. I don't know. I have so many different ideas to come and to put in place. Um, but for now, you guys will have six new topics or six different new episodes to listen to. Give me your feedback on and also for the giveaway. So guys, stay tuned and also be listening out for things with that. I appreciate you all so much. So what we're going to do is just go ahead and have a quick ad from the sponsor and then kind of dig right into toxic. I'm pretty sure we've all kind of had or been in some type of toxic friendship. Shoot, we all might have even been the toxic one. You never know. Um, but we all know what friendships are. Normally, you don't have to question friendships. If you do, it's not really a friendship. It's not something that you would consider a friendship if you do have to question it, I believe. Um, like friendships, I feel like when you're with someone, when you have when you have a friendship with someone, you give you give to that person. You give to that person emotionally, financially, you physically, not physically, but you know what I mean. Physically, you have to be there for your friend. You have to be nurturing for your friends, and I feel like that is it's important. And if you have a toxic or um, a not so friendly friendship or environment with your friends, then life might be a little rough um and a lot of people I hear a lot of people say um like they don't have friends and I'm not judging y'all because I completely get it but I could not imagine not having friends like my friends some of the times when I feel like I can't do it like literally life my friends you know of course you have other people around you to help you out but your friends yo your friends are your rock like they are literally your ride or dies your real friends your real friends and sometimes you you not you don't realize how toxic someone is in your life maybe until situations start to happen even sometimes you may get like that vibe you know Sometimes, like, if you're having, like, you, one big thing I feel is, though, like, say you are, you, your friend has, like, is in a bad mood. <clears throat> Nine times out of ten, if I'm in a bad mood, my friends know it. So, they know that I'm distant or I, my attitude might be a little <laughs> on point today because they already know what's going on. They're already involved in my life and they know that it means no harm. And even if I get out of contact, which I've never felt like I really did, but if I do, I know how to apologize if I feel like it was me. Um, And that's how you realize where you're in a good friendship versus 
a toxic friendship where a person never sees when they're wrong. Um, a person can't communicate with you. A person shows a pattern of like not being that support that you are for them. That's one of the biggest things for me. If I'm giving you all type of support and that is mentally, because I give a lot of mental support, financially, emotionally, if I'm always there and I'm showing up and showing out for you and you're not doing the same for me, starting to make me feel like this is not, mm, this might not be the best friendship. Um, or when they, people, a lot of times, like, so you know your group of friends, y'all joke around, you know, it's always jokes flying around. Sometimes they may joke on you, you may joke on them, but you know, y'all know when you got that friend that just takes it overboard and it's like, okay, now you're doing too much. Okay. Now, you know, that would hurt me. Why would you say that? like in a joking way, but not even caring that that hurts you. I can see if, you know, a friend doesn't realize that a a joke or something that they said triggered you in a way that you didn't like it. And then they realize and they're like, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean, I did not mean it. I did not want to come across like that. Girl, I was just joking or I was just joking, you know, just letting them know. Now you got those friends that secretly plotting on you, secretly throwing those jabs because they really feel that way. Um, or those friends is always trying to change you. Like, don't change me because you don't want to be in or like what I do anymore. Don't do that. Let me know. Hey, girl. So I'm not really feeling the things that you do, how you how you spend your free time, whatever the case may be. I want you to do this more. It's fine to be able to, you know, merge your friendships and be able to do what each other likes because sometimes the freaking most different people are the closest friends. So you may not have as many interests in with your best friend, but y'all best friends. So if you need to tone down someday where it's like, okay, no going out, no drinking. My best friend likes to go to the movies or my best friend likes to do certain other things. Then be able to accommodate and change with your friend, but don't try to change your friend, you know, accommodate. And then when you're free to go out, you do what you do, but don't make your friend feel bad for still wanting to live their life, but they just choose not to do it with you because you don't want to do it. That's toxic. That is another form of being toxic. Um, also, friends that just want to always be in the spotlight, like, it's cool to like have that self-confidence or whatever you want to call it, but it's also not, but it's different when it's not really self-confidence. It's more so arrogance. It's more so everything needs to be about me, 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 me. That's not a true friend. True friends don't just take, you know, to true friends know that, okay, It sometimes can be about you, but why can't this situation or this event or this time be about us or our friendship? Like, why does everything have to be about you? And the reason why I was thinking about that is girlfriends. Like, pretty sure y'all have seen girlfriends, but if you haven't, because I know there's a lot of people who haven't, I literally just got caught up on it because I used to watch it when I was younger. But you see, honestly, they were some, they were the tightest friends, but they had some toxic ways that they could have dealt without. Definitely has some toxic ways that they definitely could have dealt without. Um, but 
where you realize and you see that you do have that toxic friend or that friend that you guys are just not meshing and things are just not going the way that you want it to. You got you guys are forcing your friendship or even if it's not you guys equally, one may feel the other. One may feel like they're forcing a friendship. If it's a friendship that you're forcing and there's just problems where y'all are just having communication problems or understanding problems and you know that forcing it is just kind of like a help or a push through to make y'all stronger or make the bond better, that is different. But a force when it's like, I really can't stand her, but I don't know how to tell her. So I'm just keep hanging out with her. People are going to feel that energy. People are going to feel that energy. And I can't lie to y'all. I have been that person. And I realized how my energy was coming off to people. Actually, I did not realize. I had someone else tell me how my energy was coming off to people. And I'm like, you might be right. Well, I don't want to be around somebody and I don't want to hurt your feelings. I kind of shut down. I get kind of like quiet. I get to myself. I don't like confrontation. So I, I'm also not the friend that's going to be like, oh, I can't stand you if it's like that. I will slowly trickle away and cut ties. And that's what I said if you guys listen to my... I don't know what episode was that when I was talking about that. Oh, my can I vent episode. <laughs> I had to think about it, y'all. I've been recording so much, so much. Um, But yes, if y'all have listened to my can I vent episode in there, I did say like, I don't know if this is a toxic trait of mine or not, but I really will cut somebody off without speaking to you. And I need to work on that. I don't know if I need to work on that. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Or maybe it's situational wise that I need to work on it, but I'm still learning about myself just as long as, <laughs> as long as I could be honest and transparent. I feel like that's the biggest thing. But, um, seriously, I've really used to like, I had a couple of friendships where I just stopped contact and half of me feels like that might've not been the better way. You might've could have been able to communicate a little bit better why you're deciding to walk away. Um, but still walk away, you know, but like I said, I'm still learning. I'm still changing. I'm trying to better myself and make my mistakes better for next, for the next things and next situations. Hopefully, like I said, I don't ever want to fall out with anybody that I have in my circle because all of my friends, we've been friends for years, like years plus deep down friends. <laughs> we know some secrets. We, we are friends. Like those are my, those are my ride or die. No lie. Um, but some people, honestly, when I'm realizing and as I did go through a few friendships in my life, I'm realizing some people are really only meant to be in your life for a certain amount of time. Now, of course, we all know not everyone is meant to be here for forever. But a lot of times people wonder, like, what what did this person just come in my life for three months for just to make it seem like they're going to be my friend, but turn around and backstab me or do things like that? Because they were teaching you a lesson. Either they were teaching you a lesson or you had a lesson to teach them and the lesson was learned and it was time to go y'all separate ways so that you can continue on with your life. Like you're not meant to be someone's friend for the rest of your life because you cross paths and you have great conversation, you have good memories. Those can always be there. You can always remember that memories are always going to be there. But 
You got to realize what's better for you and what's better for you to move on. Sometimes God doesn't even open certain doors because you had certain people in your life. And I am speaking from experience. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm so serious. y'all. I'm speaking from experience. Like I was wondering, I was going through such a very dark, dark, dark time. Like, and it was around a time where like, I got fired from a job that I was working at unfairly um, in the middle of me about to go on vacation, my first vacation ever in life. Like I was so excited and I wanted to go away, like literally go away. I've never been on a plane before. This was my first time I went to Miami and I was working at this furniture store. Working there for would have been almost a year and my manager just didn't like me. So I feel like I was unfairly fired. I, w- I will get into that in another podcast, trust me. But um, I was unfairly fired. And it was crazy because anybody who knows me, when I go to work, regardless if I enjoy the work or not, I work my tail off. Like, I work my tail off. And for the fact that I simply was working my tail off and was being constantly slapped in the face, Granted, I have friends there, all of my friends, actually. I didn't have not, I have friends there. (laughs) I have friends there who supported me during this time. Some who maybe didn't, some who was a little distant with it. But everybody, I had genuinely, at the end of the day, I had everybody's support. And as soon as I got out of the situation, And I felt like I was in something that was better for me, but I technically wasn't. It was just a little upgrade. Um, I started thinking, like, why is my life still not okay? Like, I'm still not financially stable. Like, I'm still, like, literally barely making ends meet. I have this new job that I just started that's making, like, $4 more than what I was at my other position and I'm like, and just still not me. And like some things is just still not clicking right for me. Things are not just working right for me. I did not understand why. I didn't know why. I just was so confused and so lost. And I started to think around what am I surrounding myself with? What am I being surrounded with? Am I being surrounded with good, positive vibes? Am I being surrounded? Or what am I being surrounded with? And that was a really serious question for me to come to and ask myself. Um, So, long story short, because I feel like I'm ranting. Again, and this is not a rant episode. (laughs) But um, long story short, I just felt like I was completely at rock bottom. Like, I had officially hit rock bottom, even though it seems like, oh, I have this great job. It was going great for a while, but something still just wasn't doing it for me. And some friendships just didn't last. Some relationships did not last during that time. And once those things let go, and it wasn't when they just let go. It wasn't I stopped talking to certain people and then the day after life was great. But... Once I let go certain things that I, in my heart, just did not sit right with me, I realized God's about to open so many doors. He's about to open so many doors. And it had to be when I was emotionally 
over these people also. And like I said, it was friendships and a relationship. I had to tell myself that I am emotionally over this. I am done. I am cutting ties. I'm done. I feel like I don't like the way this situation is sitting with my soul. (laughs) So I decided that I'm washing my hands with it. I did that. Within a year and a half of me just cleansing myself, making myself a better person because more so what I did, and this is what I tell you all again, my self-worth, I registered my self-worth in friendships and in relationships. And I'm like, I am so worthy. Look at these friendships that I've had my whole pretty much life. I'm going on 17 years of friendship with two of my best friends. like, And we've been best friends non Stop. Because we have communication and of course we have issues and we fall out and we we don't even want to talk to each other sometimes. Of course, that's a friendship. That's a relationship. But we know how to handle our issues. We know how to communicate. We know that our friendship is worth way more. And at that point, I realized, Michelle, you have so many other friendships worth fighting for. Some of these, you unfortunately, as horrible as as it feels you have to let go and that's what I told myself and that's what I did and I elevated and I elevated I don't want to gloat I don't want to talk about it but I make bread okay (laughs) I make bread I am in a wonderful relationship that honestly I'm not even gonna lie to y'all I feel like if I stayed in the previous relationship and a few of those friendships together collectively Me and my boyfriend would not be in the space where we are today. And that is some real shit. Seriously. I look back all the time and I'm just like, I had people who didn't even believe in this relationship (laughs) before it even started. Like, I can't keep that type of negativity around me when I know what I want and I know this is who I care about and I know that I love him and I know what I want. Like, I knew early what I wanted in that relationship. I wasn't letting nothing get in the way of it. And whenever I talked about this man to a friend or something, some of them didn't like it. And it was nothing bad I had to say. But the ones who did mess with RJ (laughs) are the ones that's still around right now, though. That's all I can tell you. But like, I swear it was like a wide awakening moment to realize like, you know what? God really does take certain things out of your life and he wants to make sure you are prepared for it before he opened them doors you have to close some before you open some more you can't just have a bunch of open doors in your life because people gonna come in and out and in and out and this one mess up your vibes mess up your flow that's why he closes them and then that's why he opens those other ones once they're closed because now it's like oh now i think you can handle this <laughs> And I feel like God closes those doors because let me tell y'all one thing. He removes somebody from your life because he heard the conversations that you did not. So don't question it. Don't question it. I heard a quote that said, I asked God to remove anything negative, anything negative coming towards me. I asked him to remove it. And I started losing friends. 
that I thought was my friends. I started losing family members. I started losing jobs. I started losing so much. And I, when I read that, I was like, wow, that is real. Because guess what? Because God heard those conversations that you didn't hear, that you thought these people were your your ride or dies. You thought these people was your blood. Just because they blood don't mean they care about you. And they want the best for you. And that gets into toxic family. But we're going to do about that next segment. <laughs> next segment. We are going to do that. But not everybody wants the best for you. Um, you got to want the best for yourself. And when you fall down, it's fine. You, It's fine to fall down. Just don't stay down. You get up. You keep moving. You realize like. I, I know who's my who's my friends. I know who's going to be here. And that's what's important. Some people just block blessings in your life. And some people you got to let go. It's not wrong to choose y'all first. I've been preaching. <laughs> I've been preaching to y'all. Seriously. So that was pretty much what I had to cover for toxic friendships. You know, I don't want to dig too deep in that. Um, but next, really, we're going to just talk about relationships. What it is to have, be in a toxic relationship and to get out of a toxic relationship. You, If you're in one, please save yourself. Save yourself. Save yourself. You have to save yourself, y'all. Honestly. I'll be back with you guys. Now, we all know that no relationship is perfect. Nobody's perfect. No one's going to have roses and flowers and hearts and love every single day of your relationship. We know that. But when you're in a relationship, your partner, you and your partner together, you're supposed to feel happy. You're supposed to feel cared for, respected, loved, you know, valued. <laughs> and if you don't feel those things, if you don't feel that in your relationship, you're not loved, you're not valued. And I'm not speaking of in an argument because in arguments, things get gutter. <laughs> they get gutter, gutter, especially when you have two very strong spoken minded people. I can tell you from experience, <laughs> but not when things get hard and rough, because when they do get rough, you still need to be there. But I'm talking about when you are good, even when you're not in the middle of a, um, in the midst of an argument. Now, if you're arguing 24 seven, it's it's toxic. But I'm saying generally, if you are happy in your relationship, if you feel respected by your partner, like your partner has the utmost respect for you, then you're good. You, you know, the other things you work on that comes at the end. But if you don't you might be in a toxic situation and it may be time, like I said, to put you first. If you're in a relationship with somebody who's all take, no give, they take, 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 and don't give to you. Any relationship where you feel that it's negative and that will drain you. And if you are now feeling drained in your relationship, what do you have to pour anymore? What do you have to pour and give into that person if you no longer have anything left? And trust. If you don't have trust, and y'all know that saying, a relationship, a relationship without trust is like a car without gas. You can stay in it, but you can't go nowhere. Granted, it's all you know, cliche quote, but it's real. You can't hold on to something. 
because of the history that you have. You need to hold on to something because of how that person values you. You need to stop being so accessible and protect your mental and your energy. And if you're not elevating from your relationship, yes, I am talking to you because y'all, I'm preaching. Like I said, like I'm preaching and I've been in those situations and I was able to pull myself out and I can just imagine if I stayed in my first toxic relationship longer than I did, how I would have been in that second toxic relationship. I probably would have thought that crap was normal and I would have stayed in that second one and been treated that way. And then when that second one in, because trust me, it will. Everything, everything ain't going to last forever. Everything is not going to last forever. So when that toxic situation ends and you feel like you're ready to love somebody again or somebody's ready to love you what happens next now you're in something with somebody who's not toxic and now you may be being the toxic one because you're so used to being toxic as i said in one of my other episodes before something um that i heard of called a trauma cord Kind of like how they call it an umbilical cord, how the umbilical cord feeds all of the energy from the mom to the baby and all this other stuff. It's like a trauma cord. A trauma cord where the energy is being and the the traumatic and the toxic energy is being blown back and forth between the both of y'all in this situation. And men, it's okay to leave, okay? Women, I'll talk to y'all later. (laughs) Men, it is okay to walk away from something that you see is toxic. You know when a girl is toxic. You know when a girl is toxic. And sometimes it takes y'all to leave because unfortunately, women are just not strong enough at some times to get up and walk away from something so toxic. So men, sometimes it takes you because you may be helping with the toxicity in in the relationship. And at that point, somebody needs to cut that cord. There's no way you can connect, be connected anymore with nothing but bad energy, hostile energy, like lack of trust, like all of that loading. If you don't get any support from your your spouse or your partner, your partner doesn't want you to be happy. They make you feel like you're not worth worth anything when you are worth way more than what they are giving you and what they're treating you. So I'm not going to dig too much into toxic relationships because I feel like that is something a little simpler. Um, but again, that's my opinion. I feel like a toxic friendship may be a little harder because... Like I said, in my opinion, I think that when you're within a friendship that's toxic, you're like, okay, I can get a new friend. I can always get a new friend. But when you're in a toxic relationship and you have somebody that's beating you down, saying that you're not worth something or you're not good enough, then you start to believe that and it becomes hard. It becomes hard to move on from that. But I'm here to tell you that you can definitely move on from that. That is not something that you want to instill in your life. And especially if you have children, you don't want to pass that down. You don't want your child to see how toxic your relationship is and think that is how a relationship should be when it's not. 
Um, so I think you should put that to an end soon. <laughs> Again, it's more, it's a lot easier said than done. It's not simple to just give up on somebody, especially if you've been in this for years. Um, but you need to uh, eventually put yourself first, put your worth first, your value first. You know, you're worth more than being with somebody who doesn't treat you well. <sighs> Toxic family. That one is going to be rough um, because a lot of times we feel like because they're family, we can't cut them off or distance ourselves. And you can. Um, it may be hard as a child. As a child, those those decisions to distance yourself may not be as easy. But as an adult, you can protect your energy. You can protect your energy and you can move move forward from that. It's okay to cut off your toxic family. It is okay. Don't want to want to tell you that it's not because that's your auntie or that's your cousin or your grandma or your 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 dad or whatever the case may be. They're not helping contribute into making you a better you. So cut it out. Cut them out. Distance yourself. And unfortunately, you can't cut family members off because <laughs> they're always gonna be your family. You can't just cut ties. It's always gonna be your cousin, your uncle, your sister, whatever. But you can distance yourself. Sorry. If that means that Uncle Jim Bob is going to be at Christmas dinner and Uncle Jim Bob is not what I want and need in my life, his energy is not what I want to be around, then I'm sorry. This this Christmas dinner, I can't come. I'm sorry. You start making those decisions. Um, That stuff can bring down your low self-esteem. Break that chain. Be the person that they can't be and you fill your own bucket, especially, like I said, if you have children, if you have a family, you break that chain. You you stop that generational trauma or generational toxicity right there. You stop it and you be better. You be better for you. You be better for your family, your kids, your husband, your wife. You be better. You know, it. that's what's important. It is important to put you first, guys. Um, I don't really don't have too much on toxic family. Um, one, because I have not, me personally, had a toxic family member. So I can't give you guys and preach too much on that. But I have seen people. I've been in friendships and relationships with people who've had toxic family members. And they felt like, oh, I can't cut her off because she's my mom. Or I can't cut him off because he's my dad. But you can distance yourself. You can definitely distance yourself. Protect your energy guys seriously it's important because if you keep surrounding yourself with people who don't want good for you and surrounding yourself with people who are just negative that's all you're gonna kind of be filled with honestly in my opinion um we've heard all that blood is thicker than water but with a toxic family member no strong or great bound bond i'm sorry no strong or great great bond is created like there's no bond that exists that is healthy for you to hold that so at that point that blood not that thick it's just as thin as water how they say break that chain y'all you don't need to continue that that toxic and negative energy you can continue to go on without people's approval. You don't need nobody's approval to tell you that you're great and you're amazing and you're a wonderful person. You don't. At all. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to my little episode here about toxic friendship, families, relationships, friends, all of that. Toxic, let it go. You don't absorb other people's no, you don't want to absorb other people's negative energy. You just don't. 
and you don't need anybody's acceptance or validation, okay? This is you. You, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I cannot talk tonight. At the end of the day, you're going to have you. So that's who you need to put your most of your energy into. And then once you feel as though you've put all that energy into yourself, then at that point you can pour into other people. But like I said, you can't pour into people if you don't have anything left to pour. All right? Listen to me, y'all. I know what I'm talking about a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. But like I said, I thank you. I appreciate you all for listening, sharing everything that you do. It means the world to me. And also, stay tuned for the giveaway. Y'all going to win some cash Monday. <laughs> Love you guys. Stay tuned. And the show is out.